Well, children, you are listening so well, and we only have a few more minutes to go, but I think you know what John is asking us. Is it really good? Adults, is it really good this Friday? Imagine that you were there on that first Friday many years ago. We've heard from the perspective of some of the characters, the centurion. He's doing his job. His job is to kill people, to enforce the law. We've heard from the criminals who are on the cross, and one of them said, well, I don't know what's so special about him. We think we, there were also Jesus' followers in, the, in, in standing around, and some of them were quite far away because they were scared, and everyone at that moment was heartbroken. Where would you have been in that story, I wonder? Do you see yourself in the crowd? Do you see yourself as one of the criminals? Do you see yourself as someone who's a centurion? Nothing about it seems good, does it? Jesus is being crucified, and you would never have seen another human being in the grip of such distress. So why on earth do we call it Good Friday? When I was a young boy, I could never understand this, and as I grew older, people explained it to me, and now I see that what Jesus was doing on the cross, don't worry, put your hands down, but thank you for answering. What Jesus was doing on the cross was beyond great. It was awesome, amazing, incredible, out of this world. It was really, 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 really good. And I'm going to say three reasons. The first one is because of darkness. The second is because of devastation. That's a big word. And the third one is because of debt. Firstly, darkness. John just read it for us. It says here in the passage, at noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. The death of Jesus is so big that it was unlike any other event or person's death in history. It's as if the sun itself hides its eyes from the spectacle. The day goes dark in the middle of the day. This is unprecedented. And Jesus is covered with darkness. Now in the Bible, darkness is not a good place to be. Darkness is not a good place to live. Darkness is the place of confusion, of lies, of ignorance. Darkness is the place where people do horrible things. And darkness is the place of despair, where you lose all hope. Imagine a world that's dark all the time. A world that would be cold, no life, terrifying. Children, maybe you know what this feels like if you've woken up in the middle of the night and there's no one there and it's really dark and you feel very alone and very frightened. Jesus went into the darkness so that we could live in the light. His kingdom is the opposite of the dark world. His kingdom is the place of truth, the place where people love each other. His kingdom is happy, full of joy, full of hope. Imagine a world full of beautiful sunshine and light. That is the world that Jesus brings into being. He went into darkness so that we could live in the light. Secondly, he, went, he was devastated. He was broken, torn apart. Verse 34 says this, At three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, and this is an old language here, Eloi, Eloi, lema sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I wonder if you've ever loved someone and then had to let them go. How painful that feels. Children, maybe you've even loved a pet 
And how sad it is when a pet dies, if a cat dies or a dog dies. But what about a person? I remember when I was a boy being told that my nan had died. And I felt something inside that I'd never felt before. She's gone. Something inside you gets broken. Something inside you gets torn apart. Whenever we experience loss of something or someone we really love. But Jesus went through a tearing apart that is far greater than anyone has ever known. Because he lost his heavenly father. From before when the world was made, through all time and history, before, through all eternity past, the Father and the Son and the Spirit had lived in perfect harmony and love through all time. And Jesus, as a man, had often spoken about God, but he always said, my Father, or he even said, Daddy, Abba. Because Jesus was so intimate with the Father. Here and here alone is he separated from the Father, and he cries out, not Father, but my God, there's a distance now. Why have you forsaken me? He is the most alone person in the world, the most broken person. So why did Jesus have to be torn apart? The answer is so that we could be put back together. You see, Jesus' death makes something possible that there was no other way. Jesus' death means you could be made whole again. Restored to who you were meant to be. Jesus' death means you can be forgiven and made clean, transformed. Are you starting to see why we call it Good Friday? He was torn apart so that we could be made whole. Thirdly, debt. Verse 37 says this. With a loud cry, Jesus breathed his last. Right before he died, Jesus shouted something out. He shouted out a word. But what was it? Now, this passage that we read doesn't tell us, but the answer is given in another place in the Bible, in a book called John. John tells us that Jesus shouted out this uh, one word, and this word in English means this. It is finished. It is finished. And that word has two meanings. One is a bit like completing a job. If you've got a job to do and you work hard at it and then you finish your job and you think, oh, that's great, I finished the job. I can put down my tools, I can relax. It's complete, it's finished. Jesus is saying he finished a job. But the second meaning is even more interesting, and it's this. It's a word that means I paid what was due. I paid off a debt. But here's the strange thing. Jesus didn't owe anything to anyone. He always lived a perfect life. He never did anything wrong so that people could hold anything against him. He always loved everyone. He was always kind. He was always gracious. He always gave himself to other people. Nobody owed, had a debt that Jesus owed them. But we do. Our lives are full of things that are shortcomings. Our lives are full of sins. We have created a problem between us and God. And it's like a mountain of debt, so that you can't even see God above it. And we just can't clear it on our own. We needed someone to clear that mountain of debt. And Jesus is doing that on the cross. You see, he's the only one good enough to pay it. There was no other good enough to pay the price of sin. He only could unlock the door of heaven and let us in. Why is Good Friday called good? 
Jesus went into the darkness so that we could live in the light. Jesus was torn apart so that we could be made whole. And Jesus paid the debt so that you could live completely free. Adults, would you consider coming on a course that we're running in May called Almost Too Good to Be True? It's a, a six-week course uh, exploring more about the Christian faith. We'll be holding it here, the other end of the building, on Wednesday evenings. And if you're interested in that or in bringing someone to it, please do see us at the back and we'll give you some flyers.